0: Watch a thing from pop culture and see how it stands up. And
1: see how it failed, right? It, yeah. Is that, a thing?
0: is that a thing? It is. I'm still workshopping the thing for a for for the the, the copy for when it's a thing that's relatively recent and not from our childhood. Mm-hmm.
1: Watch a thing from pop culture and see how it failed. That it doesn't. It's not good though. Yeah, but it's a decent stand-in. Like when you we just check its failure scale.
0: Well, it's like an English class where you write for a title of a paper, title relevant to the paper, and you're like, "I'll change that later," and then you never do it. But it's college, and nobody gives a shit. So your your professor's like, "Yeah, that's fine."
1: I went to theater college, man. I don't I didn't <laughs> do any of that stuff.
0: <laughs> you didn't have to take an English class as a theater major?
1: No, I did, but I took. Uh, I had a really uh, easy teacher, so
0: mm.
1: I don't. I think we wrote one paper each semester. I had him. Mm. And I took him the second semester because I liked him the first semester, and then his dad died, so he gave us all A's. <laughs> Sorry. This is a weird time. What it sounds Bob Zordani. He's the only non-theater teacher's name I remember.
0: <laughs> well, I this hope a he's good doing name well too. Anyway, I'm Sky. Oh, uh, I'm Jake. In case <laughs> this is your first episode, oh, we- weird, weird place to start, but you know, welcome. Um. Yeah, so this is this is Pop Culture Failure, we watch a thing, and today, we are in the midst of a hiatus, because we finished a... Uh,
1: it's more of a sabbatical, because it's a working hiatus. I guess we're that's still fair. still doing it a little, or something.
0: Instead of doing one every week, we're doing one every two weeks, and we'll watch movies instead of a series. Failure movies, because they're boring. <laughs> this one, I think, is pretty good. It's not. I think it's fine.
1: Yeah, you would. <laughs> For a movie about monsters, it's not very good. In China. Yeah, I have no particular interest in China.
0: <laughs> now who's the monster? It's, the, it's, the, it's you. It's the it's dogs your... in this thing. <laughs> the green the green space dogs? I don't know where they sure. come from. Uh, but we're watching The Great Wall.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, starring Matt Damon. We'll get there, but for a movie called The Great Wall, the climax doesn't take place <laughs> on The Great Wall. <laughs> I think. Uh, The end is a really fuzzy because I stopped paying attention because it was
0: boring. (laughs) I honestly don't remember. I know that they're somewhere in a city, which I don't believe is near the wall. Listen, we don't even need to watch this thing. That's it. It just ends in (laughs) the
1: capital with the monsters. And there's a bow and arrow. And Matt Damon's there for a reason.
0: Yeah. Matt Matt Damon uh, does not play... Uh, an Asian character. He plays no. some other guy. He plays a guy who's from Europe. Euro. He's, yeah, some miscellaneous European country, and he's, I do... he's looking for explosive powder.
1: I do remember when this movie came out, there was all that, like, whitewashing talk, which happens yeah. a lot. It does. Scarlett Johansson's usually at the center of. But this one's not really that. This is... Uh, his character is... Re- it, 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 he's there for a reason. Yeah. But also, this was made... For, I think, uh, like, overseas markets, and they like him there, which is why he's cast in... And the this is the director's first uh, English movie. English oh, really? English movie, yeah.
0: I did not know that. I
1: mean, even though there's not that much English speaking in it. <laughs> or <About laughs> 50-50. The,
0: the dog wants to weigh in.
1: He didn't like this either. Well, uh, I guess we should just sort of uh, do the thing we normally do. Uh, sounds good. Unless you got something else to say.
0: Not really.
1: So... It's a Universal Picture, a Comcast company, <laughs> yeah, a Legendary I, Entertainment.
0: Yeah, you know, because credits and you got to got a front load with a whole shit ton of credits. Or you don't to. Oh, yeah Star
1: Wars broke that deal. rule. No, actually, legally before that, you had to. Before Star Wars, they were That's uh, they weren't going to let Star Wars be put out
0: because there were no credits at the beginning. Weird, but they had that awesome John Williams score. I'm aware. Is that what sold it? And they didn't have to do worry about not it. Sure. Like, well, oh. we got this guy to play this stuff. Also,
1: there's a lot of uh, shots of the wall in this that look real fake.
0: Well, it's easier than actually going there and filming it. Yeah,
1: they won't let you film on the wall.
0: <laughs> I read
1: the Wikipedia of this, at least. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> uh. They built three
0: fake walls. <laughs> <laughs> but we get a little bit of. It's not a text scrawl because it like the screen will cut to a black screen. And you'll see text. But uh, we get a a brief overview of, you know, the wall and how long it's been around. And some of the stories about it are bullshit and some aren't. And then it admits this is one of the bullshit ones? Probably. Because it says this is one of the legends? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And then we open up on some sort of canyonscape. I don't know. I don't know where. Where. I have no idea. But uh, there's some dudes chasing some other dudes on horses. And they're
1: all indistinguishable... They're just brown because it's
0: the past, so everything's just different shades of brown. Yeah,
1: and I don't want to ruin this for anyone, but um, it's Matt Damon the whole time. <laughs> he puts on a silly voice until he shaves his beard, um, and then after he shaves his beard, he talks like Matt Damon. <laughs> but he definitely has, like...
0: A bit of an accent? A,
1: yeah, a little bit of an accent and, like, sort of that Batman thing going on where he ah. talks kind of... But it's also with, like, sort of an accent... And I guess his beard is what holds that accent.
0: That makes sense. So um, the Matt Damon's being chased by a bunch of people, and luckily they have extra horses. So they send the extra horses in in a fork, and the uh, the other people. I think they're Mongolians? Question mark. I no uh, head idea. off in the wrong direction. But here's the thing: um, they were within eyeline the whole time, and also the the hoof prints in the sand would have led in both directions, and the clouds of dust... You know, there's a lot that says this plan shouldn't have worked, but it It's did. almost
1: like this movie's not great.
0: What? Take it back, you son of a bitch. I can't. I've already said it. We
1: should uh, watch this in double speed. So, we can just <laughs> blast so through
0: it. Uh, Matt Damon's party successfully evades the... Uh, pursuers? I really wish I knew who they were. I forget completely. Uh, and They make camp for the night, and they start talking about whatever... Mostly that they're searching for black powder and that this whole endeavor is kind of dumb. They shouldn't be doing it. Yep. They want to get stuff to blow up stuff so they c- they can win the crusade or whatever. <laughs> for whatever
1: question mark year it is. <laughs> it's irrelevant. But it's the early days of
0: gunpowder. We know that much.
1: Yeah. What day is it? Early days of gunpowder.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look, they got pretty fireworks and stuff over on this side of the world. They didn't have that anywhere else. That's pretty boss. Figuring out that composition of, like, I forget what else is in there, but it's sulfur and something, is real challenging. They tried it on Mythbusters, and it took them a very long time to come anything close. They're just huddled around, and they're making small chalk, sharpening weapons and whatnot. And Matt Damon, they're all indistinguishable, because they're they all wearing the same thing, sure and they are. all have long brown hair and beards, Unless it's and a everyone's close up.
1: filthy. Unless it's a close-up on Matt Damon, you're not sure which one's Matt Damon. Because
0: you can see your own soul reflected in his dreamy eyes.
1: Yes. It's just... Matt Damon was Jason Bourne, right? Or is that Wahlberg? No, it's Matt Damon. And he...
0: I don't know what you're saying.
1: he It's just he.
0: he... Oh, are you saying this is old-timey Jason Bourne?
1: No, it's that we know he knows how to do interesting things. Oh. <laughs> well, unless you saw oh. the most recent Jason Bourne.
0: That's fair. <laughs> but then there's a spooky shadow that appears out of nowhere and takes their guide? He's the only guy dressed in colors and has a, a turban and he gets pulled into the blackness and is probably dead. They huddle around the fire and hope for the best. I mistakenly didn't rewatch this before. You do it
1: every time. You think you'll remember what happened, and you don't, because there's so much boring in between fights in this.
0: No, they're going to get picked off one by one until Matt Damon cuts one's hands off or something.
1: Yeah, but that takes so long. (laughs)
0: to build suspense. It's like a 1970s horror movie where they're trying to be suspenseful, but really nothing's happening.
1: Yeah. We're not watching those for a reason.
0: Because <laughs> they were successful. I was
1: going to say, it's because a, a lot of them were surprisingly successful. Su-
0: it was the only su- thing they had. But they cut off uh, this green arm of something, and it shrieks as it falls down a canyon wall. And then it's day two, or whatever day of their travel. And they take that arm with them. Well, why wouldn't you? It's something super fucked up I mean, you get to eat it i guess
1: if you really want
0: yeah nothing quite like monster jerky to get you through your day <laughs> so it's matt damon and his buddy who's spanish of some or something he's got two swords and one of them he has slung they're both slung on his back and one is upside down which seems like such a weird way to wear your swords
1: well that's i mean you're not i'm not a, a you're swordsman not
0: that guy, yeah i pretend to be but uh, the the attacking party has found them, and apparently that's just Matt Damon and his buddy that's left. Everybody else was killed by the monster. So th- they make their horses run, and there's more horse chasing. It's, this is just going to be
1: two hours of us vague, vaguely describing people Look, riding it'll
0: horses. Be, <laughs> it'll be an easy edit. Yeah, because of all the silence. Yeah. They get chased up to this, I don't know, outpost, I guess, where a bunch of... Uh, get chased up to this, I don't know, great... Wall, (laughs) is this a part of the wall or is this just an output? I think part of
1: the wall. I don't, I honestly have no idea. I don't know.
0: It's it's built how you would expect it to look for being a a Chinese design. It is part of the wall. They didn't notice any of the wall running up to it. Guess not. That's dumb. I from what I understand, it's pretty great. That's I believe it's so great you can see it from space. But there's someone uh, told
1: me that wasn't true. Did you tell me that wasn't true?
0: How could it not be true? I don't know. It... I don't know. It goes a very long distance. The The people on the wall shoot like a thousand arrows at these guys, and uh, they decide to give themselves up to the armies standing in front of them rather than face the pursuers who I assume are still Mongolian, I think.
1: Uh, I looked it up. There's something else.
0: Okay. Well, that's what the wall was built for, to keep the Mongolians out, so that's what my assumption is. Well,
1: Sky, that was one of the things. The other stories are legends, and this is one <laughs> of
0: them. <laughs> Fair enough. So they it's, are uh, uh,
1: Kitan. K-H-I-T-A-N. K-H-I-T-A-N.
0: Are they settlers from Kitan?
1: Uh, I don't know.
0: But we cut inside. Uh, there are some generals approaching something. And there's a bunch of multicolored armor. And there's a lot of people in this, in this wall.
1: Everyone is dressed like a goddamn old-timey Power Ranger.
0: <laughs> yes, and it's great. And they're led by Karai. No, they're Ninja not. Ninja Turtles.
1: There's, uh, they were led by that man
0: right now. Oh, the gold armor guy? Yeah. So they, good thing they kept the arm with them because that's kind of what keeps them from getting murdered on the spot. Uh, because wouldn't you know it, uh, the people manning this, uh, military embankment, I guess, uh, know all about the monsters because they've been fighting them for X number of years. They come back, uh, every 36 years or something like that? Something weird and arbitrary, that is correct. Yeah. Um, luckily the, the woman, uh, is able to speak English to these people. And for whatever reason, Willem Dafoe is there too. (laughs)
1: Uh, I think he came for the same reason they did, but he stayed or something. Yes. I presume he taught her English. We don't, yes, I believe they bring that up. Uh, it's every 60 years and every 36 years.
0: That's still arbitrary, but less arbitrary than 36
1: I wonder where I got 36. I don't know. They're called the, the Nameless Order, is this group of people.
0: Yeah. But their armor looks rad as hell. It's, everybody's got a different, well, not everybody, but there's a bunch of different colors, and there's a bunch of animals that go with that color. Like, uh, the red one has, like, a falcon or something, and there's a bear, That's I think that's the black armor, and then there's, like, a beetle that's purple.
1: It probably also corresponds with uh, whatever their job is when they're fighting. Like, yes, because the blue ones like fly yeah. down and stab things, and I'm well, we'll get sure the it. red
0: ones do fire stuff. Probably fire arrows. I think they're the archery division. Brigade. I don't know army terms. But the plan is to execute these dudes because they're trespassing. Because, you know, they just think that they're there to, uh, uh, you know, steal or attack or whatever. and like, That's basically true. If you've seen the 2000 and something animated T M N T movie, this woman looks exactly like Karai I think she did the voice.
1: I was gonna say is it the same lady? I'll find out.
0: Okay, you do that. I'll keep I don't watch to... this. they did tell them a story that they're just looking to purchase or trade for the, the black powder. But she is they ran afoul of a monster and they cut it. She is uh she is not. She is not. Okay. That is my she
1: mistake. is in a Pacific Rim uprising. Maybe that's right, Kong Skull it. Island.
0: Or maybe it's... I don't know. But her character design in TMNT looks exactly like this young lady looks. Um, so they're debating about killing these dudes, and they're kind of saved by the bell because there's an alert because there's a monster attack on the way. Something about this corner of the of the world is just constantly under attack by monsters of varying size.
1: I could see why you'd be confused um, because... Uh... The actress who does uh, what's her face, Cry is another young Asian lady, and you're racist.
0: That's not entirely true. No, she is a young Asian lady. <laughs> yes, but I like young Asian ladies. That sounded way worse than I had intended it to. Uh, remember that time Peter tried to introduce me to a young lady, and the, his pitch was, "This is Kai. He likes Asian girls," and then scampered away. Did it work? No. Of course it didn't work. What part of that would have worked? It would have been less awkward if I had just taken my dick out. Challenge accepted.
1: <laughs> After this, we're going to Jewel, and you're going to take your dick out <laughs> and you're going to waggle it about.
0: That, that is the way of our generation to peacock, as it were.
1: I feel like we've had this conversation on this podcast. I feel
0: like that's true. So the plan is to throw uh, Matt Damon and his buddy in a jail. But then the guy can't find the key? Like well, He's got like a, a million old-timey giant-ass keys on that an enormous like key ring. like it's his job. Like, yeah. He should be better at it. He should be. But it's too late now. Is that a bear? Or is that a lion? I can't tell. The black matter. armor is pretty rad. All of the armor in this is pretty rad. I
1: don't care about armor. Maybe that's why I don't care about this movie.
0: You just don't enjoy colors and
1: action. First of all, I enjoy colors way more than you do. Let's compare our wardrobes.
0: I got a lot of pink in my wardrobe.
1: Yeah, that's it. Just
0: I got pink and yellows. I've got one orange shirt.
1: got one orange shirt. What's it like living with just one orange shirt?
0: I've got two. One of them's the, the Caitlyn shirt and the other's a button-up. I got a lot of suits. So uh, we get into the inner workings of the wall, and there's like a, a water wheel and a bunch of mechanisms made out of wood. It's a, it, and I'm pretty sure this isn't how the actual wall is, but know, I've never been there and did no research, so I'm I can't speak sure to it.
1: i none of it actually is doing anything.
0: Well, Wait. it's raising this this train statue, Yeah. and it was raising an old-timey elevator of some sort. I think what's happening is they're raising all of the, uh, the flyer. Yeah, they're Uh, getting ready to
1: fight these monsters or whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah, because there they got those diving boards. The Matt Damon and his friend, who I straight up don't remember the name of the characters at all.
1: I don't know anyone's name in this. There's girl, Matt Damon, (laughs) girl's dad, Matt Damon's friend. There's a girl Matt Damon? No, there's Matt Damon, girl, girl's dad, and Matt Damon's friend. Those are the only characters you need to know. Oh, and the Green Goblin's there for a minute.
0: Right. He should be wearing green armor, but he's not. He's just a guy. So, uh, all of... Or, not all of, but uh, the women all wear blue armor because they are the lightest and they are charged with ping bungee jumpers. The people in red seem to be archers and the like, whereas people in black are like foot soldiers. Not sure what yellow does, but everybody's... There's multicolored armor all over the place, and... Uh, I dig it. The,
1: the women jumpers, it's not even bungee jumping. I think it's just regular rope and they like. Oh, it is. They should f- die. They real fast, like. <laughs> there's, uh,
0: there's nothing that says spool back up. that it would be safe uh, enough to do that in a way that wouldn't both break your bones and give you severe whiplash and concussions. No, it's because but,
1: they, they have those hula hoops they stand in.
0: Well, they put the ring around their tum tums uh, so they, they can be retracted back up.
1: Yeah, but they're, they're not snug against them, so they give them the wiggle room or <laughs> oh. something to bounce.
0: <laughs> I'm no physicist, but I don't think that's how it works. But they walk out to the end of these long diving boards, and they're each given a giant, a really long
1: spear. The part that is cool is not that they're just giving them, like, someone whips them out there, and they catch yeah. them real cool. like.
0: Yeah, they didn't have to do that. They could have just grabbed it and walked out with it, but instead, somebody tosses it to them, and it is pretty rad. And they show us one more time, just in case. Yeah. And
1: uh, the leader like, Nothing lady... else in this is very good. Let's watch this again.
0: <laughs> the leader woman takes uh, two spears because she is the most badass of them. Her friends. name's Matt Damon's girlfriend. I don't think that's true. There's an eerie silence as they look out over this weird canyon that I don't know if this is a real place or not. Sure, it's
1: Monster Gorge. Oh, okay. <laughs> so at this point, if you're watching the movie for the first time, you're still sort of into it. And you're like, oh, finally something... It's going to happen. Well, then they play drums and nunchucks, which is pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, remember this, the opening ceremonies for that Olympics that one time? It's kind of like that, but with less people. But it's still pretty rad. Uh, so there's dudes inside the wall pouring, like, oil on giant balls for, like, catapults. And they set them on fire. And they huck them at these monsters. Over, it, It's a pretty rad system they've got built up. It's very ineffective, but it's pretty rad. I, ju- uh, I mean, I guess they do
1: know gunpowder, so those balls are probably full of gunpowder or something, because they explode when they land.
0: <laughs> could be. The, the archery gang is out there just shooting a bajillion arrows at these weird monster green dogs that are running at them. Yeah, they're being attacked by monster dogs. <laughs> <laughs> they're saying aim for the eyes, but they are still, like, thousands of feet away, and there's no fucking way they could see them with their eyes. And also their eyes are on their shoulders, which is super weird and gross. Pretty interesting design, really, but. Commander Lin Mei is the is the the leader of the ladies. Yeah, the girl. She's a, she's a grown-ass woman, first of all. The blue team <laughs> hops off of their diving boards, and in the least efficient way of killing monsters imaginable, they go down one at a time and stab one monster and then get pulled back up. And get a new spear.
1: Take those buckets of hot oil, set it on fire, and dump it down this wall.
0: Because <laughs> yeah. uh, this is so in so inefficient. Because you could get those archers up there and take care of business, but instead you're doing one spear at a time, and half of them get ed up as they do it. Yeah, it's real unfortunate it, to get to watch these women just get torn apart like rag dolls. It's not my favorite because these monster dogs have like mohawks and giant teeth basically from one shoulder to the other is just a big ass mouth
1: you're a big ass mouth
0: and like you can kind of <laughs> as the women get murdered they just kind of collect their rings and put them to the side because there's no one to replace them i guess Chick walked away but he says that's how you count the dead he's not entirely wrong but there's so many of these fucking green monster dogs and you would think they would have devised some way to be a little more effective they had 60 goddamn years and this is their best plan we'll just stab one at a time so there's a moment where the queen comes up and she's flanked by these different green monster dogs that have like that dinosaur from jurassic park that spits venom in newman's face they have frills like that
1: this movie would be a lot better if newman was in it
0: (laughs) would have been a little harder to explain i think
1: Nah, put him on a horse and he'd be like
0: Grow a beard and wear brown. It <laughs> yeah. fit right in. But we see the queen. She has like this, I don't know, skin flap that just vibrates and then the, the monster dogs all receive. Yeah, she sends and...
1: message, text messages with it.
0: It's true. Or a Snapchat. It might be a Snapchat. Yeah, she's sending nudes. She's trendy. She's trendy. <laughs> I don't think it would be a very effective way to play a, a drum with a numchuck. No. But it's sure does hell. It looks rad as hell. I will say that. So, the monster dogs start ganging up on each other, and they climb the wall, and then the purple team comes out to be, like, the the top-of-the-wall defense, but they're real bad at it.
1: Yeah, they get knocked down real quick.
0: I guess the monster dogs only have one weak point, and that's their weird shoulder eyes, but uh, the guy who couldn't find the key makes the choice to uh, cut Matt Damon and his buddy, you know, loose, so that they're not just sitting ducks waiting to be murdered. Which is pretty polite of him. He's a nice kid. Oh, maybe he doesn't. Maybe he just dies. Oh, okay. My mistake. I remember him being more helpful than that. Nope, it's Willem Dafoe. (laughs) Which runs over and frees them.
1: You you know, what the fuck's going on? That's why you like this movie is because you don't remember it. That
0: could be. One of the weird-ass monster dogs (laughs) is going to eat that kid. But Matt Damon saves him by stabbing it in the mouth with a spear and then cutting it with a giant-ass shield that has a saw blade on it.
1: It seems Matt Damon is good at stuff, we find out.
0: Yeah, he's good at all the stuff. He's an excellent archer.
1: Uh, unrealistically excellent.
0: Oh, yes. He is better than Hawkeye.
1: Some of the stuff he does with his arrow later is neat, but
0: it, uh... Improbable, to say the least?
1: Well, yeah, and it's just, there's not enough of it to care.
0: <laughs> so, Matt Damon and his buddy uh, grab arms, and they each grab a shield that has the saw blade spiky thing on it. And they push back the single monster. Uh... Meanwhile, everybody else is still getting torn apart by the by these fucking monster dogs. They are not doing well.
1: Then they do a bullfighter situation.
0: Well, he's from Spain or something. And then Matt Damon shoots it in the eye, in the shoulder eye, with an arrow. Because he found, like, a crossbow and he smashed it into a regular bow. Like you'll do. You know? So, uh, Green Goblin is being chased by a green monster dog. So, because, uh... Willem Dafoe helped them. He pulls, uh, like, three arrows and then he shoots the hell out of the other one. And saves the day for Willem Dafoe. But uh, the losses start mounting, I guess, even though there's literally thousands of these fucking things. And uh, Mom, the the Queen, orders them back. Mrs. Monster. Mrs. Monster, that's correct. And all of the, the monster dogs each grab a dead monster dog and drag them back. Which is... I don't know. Touching, nice, I guess. Yeah, like unless they're gonna eat them. I mean, that could be. And uh, the Chinese army and Matt Damon and his buddy watch as they retreat and don't continue shooting a shit ton of arrows and you know explosions at them. Yeah. Because now is the time to do that. There's no rules of engagement with monsters. But whatever, it's a neat shot. I mean, they
1: come back every 60 years. So at some point, I guess they leave and just don't come back. Yeah. So how, how do you know that this was the time? Like, how do you know that they're going to come back or if they're not going to come back?
0: Well, I mean, they built most this these... giant-ass wall. They're, they're, they're just always prepared and I ready. I guess
1: so. I mean, most of these people will be dead by the next time they come.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, Matt Damon and his buddy give themselves up because they're hoping maybe they don't get murdered today.
1: I always hoping I don't get murdered today.
0: Tomorrow was always way better for me, personally. But because they helped out and they saved Willem Dafoe, I don't know why they're attached to him. Um, they're kind of, you know, okay for now. Now, Damon's friend's name is Paro. Pero, A Paro what? <laughs> get out of here. But instead of being, I don't know, murdered or thrown in jail, they each get like a, a small room to them to themselves. Well, they don't get murdered on account kind of they helped. Yeah. So they're treated as, like, guests instead of uh, prisoners, which is very nice. And the the kid who Matt Damon saved earlier uh, comes in to say thank you, which is also very polite. And uh, Matt Damon notices his reflection for the first time in who knows how long. And he, I guess he didn't like his beard.
1: He didn't like the voice that it gave him.
0: Meanwhile, we're out on the on the wall with uh, the leader guy in his bear helmet and uh, Commander Lin May. I'm not going to remember that.
1: You can just call her the girl.
0: I'm not going to call her. She's
1: the only girl. That's not your fault.
0: There are other girls.
1: Not ones that talk or do anything.
0: Some of them get murdered by monster dogs. Yeah, you're right. But uh, the leader guy, Bear Helmet, puts uh, Lynn in charge of the foreigners. And if they fuck up, it's on her. Meanwhile, Green Goblin sneaks into the, the place where Matt Damon and Paro, what's his name?
1: Yeah, or maybe Pero.
0: Pero, uh, They're sleeping. And then they're like, how did you get here?
1: Yeah. Is it Tovar? Pero Tovar.
0: Oh, okay. I've got the IMDb pulled up now.
1: I'm okay. still looking at the IMDb for TMNT. <laughs> Is
0: it way more interesting?
1: Yeah. Now we're in the really slow part of the movie where nothing happens for a bit.
0: They talk about their origins and how uh, the Green Goblin came to be there. So the next day comes... And they've both cleaned up pretty nice. Matt Damon looks like Matt Damon again. And they are welcomed into the dining hall? The great hall. Uh, They're still just wearing brown. Because I guess they
1: didn't get new clothes. Or they got new brown clothes.
0: That could be. And they're met with a standing ovation, which is pretty polite, I guess. They didn't help that much.
1: They killed more of them than any
0: single one of the... That's not true. Ah, it might be. Commander Lin murdered like a whole bunch. Who? The Commander Lin. The what? The leader of the Flying Aces. Which one? The leader of the Blue Angels. Could you describe her in more detail? <laughs> She's on screen right now. What sex is she? <laughs> She's a woman. <laughs> a grown-ass woman. So, uh they've decided to go ahead and give the... Uh, the dudes throw weapons back. And uh, one of them makes fun of uh, Matt Damon's bow. I don't know, if, because dick measuring or whatever. But uh, nobody in China is uh, impressed with his bow.
1: With his Robin Hood bow.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> They've never seen uh, Brave.
0: Because it was made thousands of
1: years after the, this movie takes place? Maybe.
0: But it was made before this movie. <laughs> So, in order to demonstrate his skills, they do an incredibly improbable thing. Uh, Taro, or Paro, or whatever the fuck his name is, he goes and he grabs a cup, or a bowl. It's a bowl. Uh, Matt Damon takes three arrows. He tells him to throw it up and to the left or whatever.
1: They say the last time that they did this, it didn't work, but Matt Damon says it's because they were drunk.
0: Taro hucks the bowl in the air. Matt Damon shoots three arrows.
1: I like that you've mixed his last name and first name together oh. now. What was it? It was a parotavar.
0: Ah, whatever. So the first arrow hits the bull in a direction. The second arrow hits it into a pillar. And the third arrow uh, lands right next to it so that it's pinned, or at least supported up against the wall. And then when we see uh, a shot establishing what had happened, the angle is completely incorrect from where (laughs) he should have gone in. But whatever, it's fine. Everybody's impressed and gives him another standing ovation. Because that would have been rad as hell to see in real life, but that would have never worked. So Matt Damon gets to talk with Commander Lynn, and they seem kind of chummy, and she seems hesitant about Taro Paro Francisco. I don't know what his name is. Uh,
1: talking Go back to... to Matt Damon's buddy.
0: <laughs> He's talking to the Green Goblin, and it seems as though they're scheming to do a thing together. Black powder related nonsense? Probably some sort of theft. A grand theft. And there's a bunch more talking between Matt Damon and uh, Commander Lin, and uh, I will say this: Matt Damon adapted really quickly to eating with chopsticks. That is true. He doesn't seem to be struggling at all, which is surprising to say the least. Maybe everybody just knows how to use chopsticks in this world. There's no forks. It is a. It is but a legend.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: And if it's a legend from China, they would only have a frame of reference of chopsticks, so they wouldn't have even known about forks. So why wouldn't he be able to eat with chopsticks? Right. I- that's, that is true. <laughs> what your dog is so needy. He likes you.
1: He's also trying to keep us interested because this movie's boring. <laughs> I'm gonna find the most boring movie for you to watch. I don't know what it's gonna be yet. Space
0: Mutiny. What is that? Have we watched that? I we, feel like we yes, watched that. We watched that in high school. It was the worst. So uh, after lunch or whatever, the the flying the, the blue angels. luncheon
1: when you live on a Great Wall. Is that right?
0: The Blue Angels are practicing uh, bungee jumping. So Matt Damon is just free to walk around by himself.
1: Yeah, they, trust they, they trust him,
0: trust him real quick. And sure, he murdered a monster, but he's also an outsider. But, you know, fine, whatever.
1: Sky, I feel like a lot of the world's history is uh, based on people trusting white men. Um, <laughs> Too much. And then it going awry. So this is very historically accurate.
0: I guess that's true. The women explain to Matt Damon how they bungee jump because men are too heavy. He's too fat. They tell him he's too fat. <laughs> and uh, but he's
1: like, I could do it anyway, or something.
0: Well, they kind of dare him to do it to see what the what you know the ladies are up against. So he walked out there. I thought it was there. just because
1: they wanted him to die.
0: I mean, some of them probably do, but mostly she was just kind of daring him to trust her. <laughs> I think they put him in a harness.
1: Yeah, they're like, one of us dropped our sunglasses down there. Go get them. <laughs>
0: I lost my favorite spear. And also, there's a whole bunch of dead women down there. Can you collect what's left of them? Oh, Sky, no. They did collect what was left of them.
1: It was those circles, those bloody circles.
0: (laughs) And then we get, like, a Titanic moment where Lynn has her hands on Damon's hips as he's leading out. I wonder
1: what it was like in a time before Titanic when you could walk up behind someone like that, put your arms on their waist, not have it be compared to Titanic. (laughs) probably a good time to be alive
0: a time before titanic yeah if only they had never sailed that ship I'm talking about 1911 yeah if I had a time machine that's what i do so i wouldn't have had to watch that stupid movie i don't
1: think i've ever seen all of it
0: oh the boat sinks
1: yeah
0: and a bunch of a, a bunch of people die yeah that's really all you need to know. Also, some old lady throws a diamond into the sea or something. I think
1: there are bosoms in it, Sky.
0: Uh, That sounds right. I remember you know, being there with my mom and my siblings and being a little uncomfortable during that scene.
1: Because of your boner?
0: Yes. I forget what year it came out or, and how old I was. But...
1: I believe. So, uh, Same year The Phantom Menace came out.
0: We cut to somewhere else and Matt Damon has met with Willem Dafoe and guy whose name I can't remember. Uh, the Spaniard. There you go. And uh, Willem had gotten his hands on a little bit of black powder.
1: I'm sorry, Titanic came out in 1997, not 1999.
0: What a buffoon. <laughs> and he's demonstrating what it can do. And uh, It burns real bl- bright and hot, and they're very impressed. And they want more so they can go fight a cat, whatever it is, in Europe. So Willem Dafoe is hatching a plan to steal stuff. Uh, specifically, the the black powder, and Matt Damon's having second thoughts because he's learning to love this culture that he's appropriating. So we cut to a different time. I think this might be the next day.
1: It's hard to say because they all wear the same clothes every day. Yep. They have they have the magnet that he had in his pouch. He had like a magnet for like good luck or something.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: And I th- I believe this is where they they're like, we think the magnet disrupts the communication from. From the queen.
0: Right. And I can't tell, because they pulled down some charts or whatever, and I, I, it's hard to say if they're using magic, swirly magic charts that will show them pictures, or if this is supposed to be like a cinematic effect for us. It's hard to say what's happening. But they the crux of it is, yeah, magnets will disrupt their communications array. And at one point
1: they say, that's why you were able to defeat that monster. It's because you had a magnet on it, which I feel like... Really takes away from Matt Damon's uh, like the badassery that they're trying to paint.
0: Well, he on also him. stabbed it in the throat like three times and shot it in its shoulder eye with an arrow, so he didn't not stab it to death. Right, that's what I'm saying. But they're they're, they're all like,
1: "You had a magnet, you cheated, <laughs> <laughs> magnet haver."
0: It's true. Nobody knows how magnets work. I don't. Electrons and whatnot. Uh, there's an alert that goes out. There's some troops that are missing from the west wall, which is very indistinct on this wall that's like, I don't know, a country wide. I mean, I feel like they know what they're talking about. Well, sure. But uh, Commander Lin and uh, Black Armor, Bear dad. Hat Man. Bear Hat Man. I don't
1: really think it's her dad.
0: <laughs> I know it's not. If you hear snoring, that's the dog asleep in my lap.
1: It could be me asleep, too.
0: Uh, but Purple Squad's out there, and they do a, a Spartan shield phalanx because they hear uh, monster footsteps and stuff. It
1: didn't work last time when they tried to do that against those monsters.
0: No, but, I mean, it is their best defense.
1: I feel like a gun would be their best defense.
0: Well, they ain't been invented that well yet, but there's a single uh, monster dog, like, real far away. They probably could have moved a lot closer before shielding up like that. And
1: then having to walk real silly-like.
0: Yeah. In turtle formation. But uh, Bear Hat Dad notices a, re- a green reflection in his sword. Then he realizes that they're being followed by two monster dogs.
1: One of them is behind him, of
0: course. They
1: have a name. I think it's like... Taco... Monster dogs. Taco Tiki or something.
0: <laughs> I don't think that's accurate. Uh, but instead of, like, saying anything to the dudes he just kind of silently pulls a tiny little knife. I guess he and Commander Lin do huck knives at him, but also maybe alert the rest of the crew.
1: Well, yeah, cuz the rest of the crew I think turns around to look and then
0: No, they they get attacked from the front and just aren't good at it. Oh,
1: I thought they were at least looking the other direction when they nope. got attacked. They
0: just get tackled real bad. But uh, the dad
1: gets at
0: Yeah, uh barehead dad gets uh bitten. Because he tried to, well, he didn't try. He successfully stabbed it in the mouth. But also, if you stab something in the mouth, it's probably going to bite you when its mouth is, like, as long as your arm. And then he notices that they were doing a strategic attack this time. They drew a focus in one way and attacked in another. It's almost like
1: they had 60 years to get ready for
0: this. Right. And all the time beforehand. So, he hands Commander Lin uh, a medallion that has all of the Power Ranger colors on it. And he's basically like, you're Zordon now. And then he dies. You're Zordon now. Yeah, you're the leader of the Power Rangers. I hope
1: you say that to me on your deathbed.
0: (laughs) You're Zordon now. I'm going to have to get a medallion, I guess.
1: Will you die in that little... uh,
0: In a tube? In a crystal bed? No, in that... In a crystal bed?
1: Like in the Power Rangers movie when it gets smashed and he's in that little sack. (laughs) And he's just laying on the glass. That's my favorite Zordon
0: dying zordon yeah and he hangs sit. on for a real long he time he
1: sure does why was he in that tube if he could spend fucking six days out of it
0: so uh they put Bearhead dad into a coffin or a sarcophagus or something and everybody wears a white headband because in this part of the world white is considered a color of death
1: you know those few facts and,
0: and then uh, they do that thing from tangled they do send a bunch of uh, flying lanterns into the sky
1: that's not good for it. A turtle's going to get choked up on that.
0: It was a different time. There were still plentiful turtles.
1: <laughs> there were plenty of turtles to choke?
0: That's right. And at this time, they still believed that the the Earth was set on the back of a turtle. Also, I don't think that's this region of the world. <laughs> but it is a neat idea. And the lanterns flying do, do look very beautiful.
1: Do you think we'll ever go to a lantern flying situation like this in real life? Are you not planning one for your wedding? No.
0: What are you even doing?
1: Oh, um, we have three weeks. Maybe we could rustle something up. <laughs> Can you make a thousand lanterns between now and then? Get your mom not. on it.
0: There you go. She's already halfway done because you mentioned her name out loud. <laughs> mom. Uh, so there's a team meeting. and uh, they commander... got to figure out how
1: to deal with a girl being in charge.
0: <laughs> I will say this. Nobody disputes it. They're just like, yeah, she probably killed the most monsters, so she gets to be in charge. But they they roll out this enormous scroll, and uh, they start talking about magnets again.
1: Well, oh, maybe this is where they realize magnets disrupt the thing. Yeah. I don't know what's going on.
0: The there's a a professor of some sort, uh, who's on the the Chinese staff, who knows all about magnets. I guess how he's she found the, out about them, I I don't know how he did. He's the Great Wall Magnet Doctor, of course, Professor Magnets.
1: How do you think you become a magnet doctor? uh,
0: Probably by being able to explain how magnets work.
1: I mean, I guess in this time you don't have to know that much. You just know that magnets disrupt monster talk.
0: Because it's magic that makes them work. In order to test the hypothesis that magnets will disrupt the communications, they need to capture a live dog monster. So they hatch a, a terrible plan. And the Spaniard is very upset with Matt Damon because he doesn't want to do this nonsense. He just wants to steal the black powder and go home and die in a different stupid war.
1: Yeah, the world was all wars back then. Now it's It's... mostly wars.
0: (laughs) But we also have iPods.
1: Yeah. And Avengers Infinity War.
0: (laughs) The best war of them all. So uh, Magnet Scientist mixes up some sort of sleeping poison that they're gonna dip a bunch of arrows in or not arrows but more like harpoons so and
1: they're not dipping them they're painting it on <laughs>
0: well they're too big to dip you're a big but it dip. also seems like that is a very small amount for a lot of wall to cover but whatever it's fine and a fog rolls in making it even more difficult to aim but luckily in order to draw in the monster dogs they have these enormous vitrola looking trumpets So, and (laughs) the monsters seem to be coming from the same place every time, which is this glowing green mountain off in the distance. And my question is, in the intervening 60 years, why don't these people who have access to explosives and are very industrious, why don't you go over there and just demolish the shit out of that place?
1: They said that uh, all the men that have gone to hunt them have never come back.
0: Well, yeah, but you can send, like, you have a huge force.
1: Yeah, but they got this wall. You gotta use it,
0: <laughs> I guess. But just build a bomb. Huck it over there.
1: I mean, I'm I'm on your team. Build a bunch of guns. So
0: Matt Haven is walking with the kid he saved, uh, and a bunch of the uh, the red soldiers are on the on the wall. They're expecting the monsters to come. I guess they figured out how to summon them. They're. I, it's weird how much they know and haven't been able to do anything constructive.
1: I think they should just poison the water
0: supply. <laughs> Someone's poisoned the water hole! You don't yell that enough. <laughs> I usually yell there's a snake in my boots.
1: Just when you're at home alone. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got a... When there's a snake in your boot.
0: Well, I got that snake
1: now. Oh, that's for listening.
0: Oh, it's... it's okay, that's dumb. So, uh, the giant-ass Vitrolo thingies aren't trumpets after all. They're cones for listening. They're listening tubes. I guess in a pinch you could probably use it as a trumpet. Yeah, you just got to
1: bunch your lips over the yeah. listening hole. But,
0: but um, the fog is certainly obscuring stuff, and then all of a sudden the monster dogs reach over the wall and you know murder a couple of guys who are too close to the edge. And they're doing the thing from uh, Zia's for Zombie or whatever that Tom Cruise movie was not Tom Cruise the other guy, uh, Brad Pit. Oh, uh, the, um... Uh, Zombie War. World War Z.
1: That's the one. I feel like, uh, who wrote that?
0: Brooks? uh, Max Brooks. Max Brooks Brooks also wrote this. Nice. They deploy these giant shears that come out of the side of the wall, which seems like a thing that you should have led with, guys. They were already climbing the wall, but, uh, the, the black armored people come out with axes and tethers. So they're standing on the wall and just hacking at these monsters as they come up it. Uh, meanwhile, Matt Damon is is stealing away uh, while the Spaniard and Willem Dafoe are trying to track down the black powder barrels.
1: Max Brooks is Mel Brooks' son. Really? Yeah, uh, and Mel Brooks' movies are better than this.
0: Are they? I mean,
1: yeah, absolutely. The okay. worst Mel Brooks movie is better than this. <laughs>
0: Really, because I enjoy this way more. But, uh, Willem Dafoe is trying to convince Spanish guy that they can just ditch Matt Damon, but they're like, "We need his bow," and he books it back to try and convince Matt. Why do to, they uh, need his bow? Because he can shoot stuff real good.
1: Oh, they don't need him and his bow. Right. <laughs> not litter. Yeah. Not just his bow. They need
0: him to murder people. They launch the uh, the harpoons with the sleep juice on it, and they do peg a bunch of monsters, but they're too strong to reel in. The, uh, the sleep juice also isn't as effective as they need it to be right away, so the, the monsters are able to pull the harpoons out, because they're strangely smart.
1: And meanwhile, Matt Damon's just standing around looking sad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he is conflicted. He wants to help them, but he also wants to get black powder and go home and kill whoever's there. I forget... I have really no recollection at all as to what his goal is. Uh, eventually, he does n- not spring into action, but he goes back <laughs> from whence he came. So instead of uh, just reeling him in with uh, with the chain or whatever, he has a different plan.
1: He's gonna uh, uh, he's gonna do like a thing.
0: Well, instead of they're gonna give the uh, the sleeping potion another minute and. That means, you know, stop fighting with it. Just let it sit there for a minute. Commander Lin yells, ring of fire. And uh, a bunch of fireballs get hucked over the wall. Uh, luckily, <laughs> it uh, the monster isn't far enough o- away to get murdered that way.
1: They surround it by fire, so the other ones can't help it.
0: Right. Which is not a terrible plan. So, uh, little Matty Damon... Grabs a whole bunch of arrows,
1: but because it's foggy, he can't see the monsters. So she, so she has screaming arrows.
0: Yeah, they've got their arrows, but with whistles on them. Like yeah, bamboo whistles bound to them, which would make it very ineffective. Um, and then
1: Matt Damon leaps off the wall and then just like head first rides oh, no, down the chain. Oh, no, no, no. Chain.
0: Crotch first. He lands on it crotch first and then rides that chain down. It should have just knocked that dude out. But
1: whatever. Well, he lands on it crotch first, but he's riding it head oh, first down. yes. That is correct.
0: So, the red team shoots a bunch of these screaming arrows and a bunch of the monster dogs get hit with uh, the whistles so that Matt Damon has a better sense of where they are in the fog. And the sequence is actually kind of neat. He does go up and find... Um, The monster dog that they drugged.
1: What shall we name this monster dog? Uh, Mike.
0: I was going to say Gordon.
1: That's his middle name. It's Michael Gordon Monster
0: Dog. (laughs) The 473rd. Matt Damon wraps a chain around its foot and they start reeling it in. And then he hears a whistle. Yep. And he is miraculously able to uh, shoot it in its shoulder eye before he gets murdered. And then there's another one that's going to eat him, but a uh, Spanish guy is there with a spear. He uh, also miraculously was able to stab it El Spaniard. in the shoulder eye with a spear. They're very good fighters. They really are. And then suddenly he has an axe. <laughs> yes. It's probably from one of the dudes who died. Probably. Uh, so they're standing next to one another, waiting for uh, the whistling. <laughs> they do this absolutely absurd thing. Where uh, suddenly Matt Damon also had an axe, and they huck them, and they do like a circle and cling together, which I don't know what it was supposed to do. I'm not sure either. It doesn't make a lick of sense, but uh, more monster dogs pop out, and they shoot them in the eyes. But then, the fire isn't actually keeping the monster dogs at bay. It's just setting them on fire, so now they're fire dogs. (laughs) Making them extra dangerous. So, Matt shoots a bunch of the whistle arrows up, I think.
1: I'm not really sure what he was trying to accomplish.
0: Yeah, but um, uh, Commander Lin uh, decides now is the time to pull out the explosives, and uh, all of the red team has like this thing on their wrist that has like a, a lit flint or some Not a flint. A, like a lit wick. And they use that to set fire to their explosive arrows, and they just start uh, shooting explosives and hoping for the best, and... Hoping that Matt Damon doesn't get killed in the process. Because there's no way to aim. And there's a bunch more cool images. Like one of the monster dogs gets hit with a a bomb arrow. And as he's about to eat Spanish guy, he just explodes.
1: Talk about indigestion.
0: Waka waka. And then they open up a portion of the wall.
1: There was a door down there the whole time. He didn't have to ride that chain down head first.
0: (laughs) But it looked cool. Mostly. It looked really painful, more. Yeah. But also, if they had the the door, why was the the plan to drag it up the wall when you could have just opened the door and taken it inside? That's a good question. But uh, I mean, I
1: guess if you knock it out, the other ones might drag it home or something.
0: Yeah, but the. Eh. So. <laughs> so we cut to uh, like an hour later. I don't know. Matt Damon passed out after being. A, in a series of explosions and uh, they brought him back and they nursed him back to health. And the only injury he has to show for it is some Like his arm got messed up a little bit and he's got some scrapes on his elbows and uh commander Lin notices all of the stupid scars he has. Cause he does wars. Yes. Almost exclusively. I don't know if this guy has done anything else and they talk more. Did you look up the image of uh, the Karai from TMNT? Cause I swear to God, her hair looks exactly the same.
1: It looks kind of the same.
0: You look kind of the same.
1: Well, right now that's just Matt Damon. I mean, It's not really the same haircut.
0: In my head it is. I haven't looked at it in a bit, though.
1: It's this. Pretty similar. Except it's not.
0: Well, one's a cartoon and one's in real life.
1: And they're just different haircuts.
0: <laughs> so, they successfully managed to capture the monster dog, and they have it in a cage... Surrounded in a donut of colors with spears, the donut is made up of army people. And uh, there are no
1: actual donuts in this movie.
0: No, to its detriment. Uh, Doctor Magnet is bringing the, the the rare earth metal over to it. Doctor Magnet. And as he gets closer, the monster dog gets more docile. And I think an emissary from the capital is there to observe, and he is pretty impressed. And then he wants the stupid fucking monster dog sent to the capital. That seems like a real bad idea. But he's like the higher up, and they're a very mil- militaristic society, so everything everything that says don't do that is uh, you know thrown away. So uh, Doctor Magnet has to give Monster Dog over. Uh, meanwhile, Matt Damon walks over and visited or visits the kid that he saved again. I guess they're buddies, even though I don't know that either of them know each other's name. And I certainly don't know his name. So. You don't know either of their name. Uh, Matt Damien's playing William. Oh, okay. The Spaniard, I, I cannot keep track of. It's Tower to it Frodo. I don't fucking remember at all. The Spaniard, uh, but Matty goes to see his buddy. I forget what they talk about here. I think Matt's explaining how he doesn't think that they should bail on this war.
1: Yeah, it's just like it's another really long, boring part. Yeah,
0: where there's more talking instead of monster fighting. You Monster know,
1: fighting isn't good enough to to counteract all the boring.
0: Well, it's because nothing. they're kind of bad monsters. They're just dogs. If they were monsters with, like, arms and stuff, that would be more fun. Or four legs, or what have you. I'm
1: going to eat pretzels into the microphone. <laughs> Please don't. Um um, 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 That's how I eat pretzels. <laughs> a cookie monster
0: that would effectively get me to end the podcast if you just started eating crackers or whatever this, into the microphone at all this times.
1: episode or just in general, in
0: general. <laughs> if you continued to do it i just wouldn't do it anymore <laughs> he refuses to not have his snack it's, it's literally it's literally what i'm going to hear in hell <laughs> just all the time is just wet mouth sounds like crunching this? like this a little <laughs> coming from a dog it's a little more charming because he's one big wet mouth. He is pretty gross. <laughs> just try to pull his tongue out of his mouth. <laughs> I just put my hands in there. He doesn't oh, okay. like it. <laughs> Why would he? I'm uh, trying to
1: find out what'll make him bite me.
0: <laughs> he's not going to bite you. So, uh, Spanish guy and Green Goblin have conspired together and they're going to steal the black powder right now. And so the now troops are moving because I guess there's more monster activity. So, out, we're outside of. Uh, the Great Wall, and we see a bunch of people running on horses. So I guess the horses are running, really. I'm Uh, not really
1: sure what's happening right now. (laughs) This is definitely where I checked out by this point. (laughs) There's still 45 minutes left of the movie. Is this where they find the
0: hole? Yes. A bunch of troops have gone out, and they discovered uh, there's some sort of tunnel that has been being dug underneath of the wall. (laughs) So... We cut back inside, and uh, the Spaniard and Willem Dafoe are breaking into the black powder room. And the Spanish guy (laughs) leans the fire a little close, and Willem Dafoe is just like, Hey dude, no, we're gonna die. Don't do that. It's just a little funny bit that I like. It's like in uh, Lord of the Rings, when they do that same exact joke. Uh, Will, or not William, um, Matt Damon notices something is amiss. Uh, Willem Dafoe and the Spanish guy are stealing into the... uh, the black powder keep and green goblins plan is to explode open the door that holds all of the explosives. And it just seems like a really bad plan to me. Sure does. I guess it works, but commander Lynn is, uh, she goes to investigate the the tunnel as well. And they realize how kind of boned they are. And, uh, we cut back over to the explosive room and while they lit the thing and it burns out, it doesn't explode right away, and we get a, a funny moment where it explodes anyway, and uh, Spanish guy gets blown backwards, because comedy.
1: I feel like there should be some sort of guard or something who would hear that.
0: You'd think so, but there was an emergency, so maybe they had to leave? I don't oh, know. so
1: they dug the tunnel to distract everyone?
0: <laughs> sure. Green Goblin and Spanish guy successfully explode the door, but do not blow up that entire room with all of the explosives in it, somehow, don't worry about it. Uh, so they start stealing a whole bunch of black powder explosives. And there's like kegs and stuff hanging from the roof, or from the ceiling, which will become important in just a minute. Uh, Matt Damon comes through the door to say, Hey, don't do this, because there's a whole bunch of monsters that'll eat the world if we you know, steal the weapons that'll stop them. I mean, uh, he makes a good point. Yeah, I, I, the, I'm on Matt Damon's t- side. I find I usually am. They talk a bit. It's mostly uh, a Spanish guy trying to convince him to come back and fight the stupid crusade or whatever. Meanwhile, William Defoe cuts a a rope and a bunch of kegs of explosives fall on Matt Damon.
1: And William Defoe is all like, is he dead? And then the other guy's like, nah, it takes more than knocking him out like that to kill him. (laughs) Uh, Trust me, I've tried.
0: (laughs) So we cut outside and Commander Lin is getting briefed about the tunnel they found and uh, the Dr. Magnet... Um, explains that uh, the dog that they sent with the ambassador guy is already on its way. There's no way they're going to make it there in time to stop them. I don't know. I, I guess there's they're um, I expecting they, another attack.
1: I think the dogs have already gone through.
0: Is that what's happening?
1: Yeah, because they said they can't catch them. Hmm. Um, so they have to take the balloons.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get a scene of Green Goblin and Spanish guy riding with the horses. Successfully have stolen explosives. And we come to the capital of Ben Leng. I excuse my pronunciation. Uh, and the emperor is a little baby boy. He's a very young child, but I I guess that could be accurate. This is just a legend after all. Why not? They reveal the monster dog, but luckily it's magnetized, so it's <laughs> it's
1: not as dangerous. <laughs> it's sleeping.
0: I guess they stuck it to its head, or is that stuck to the cage?
1: I think it's stuck to the cage, okay. or it's hanging in there or something.
0: It's just stuck to the cage, you're right. Tauté, I think, is what the monster dog is called. So, meanwhile, back at the wall, Matt Damon's being blamed for uh, the theft of the explosives. Which I guess makes sense. They found him literally in there, but he was also knocked unconscious. So, maybe he wasn't the one to steal that shit. Um, Commander Layling is immediately incredulous of him. Again, understandably.
1: Well, he did lie to her.
0: Yeah. I mean, he also tried to make it right. He's just real mad at it. He sucks at everything but archery. Lynn. Commander Lynn. But then the kid that he saved, all those times, comes in and speaks up for him.
1: Because uh, he was in the kitchen or something that was next door to the <laughs> to the black powdery room.
0: Yeah. Maybe he was the one who was supposed to be guarding it, but instead he was taking a leak and he saw the, the other guys. steal He took off
1: an apron. You think it was his pee bib?
0: Maybe. It wasn't not that, but uh, Golden Lion Armor yells at him a little bit, and he's like, no, I'm telling the truth. This guy's probably fine. So Commander Lin decides not to murder him on the spot, which is nice.
1: Man, I'm going to find something that's so dumb for you to watch. <laughs> Can we just watch the cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue again? <laughs> Do you have new hot takes on it? <laughs> Maybe. I don't remember any of my old takes, so. Fair enough. <laughs> new hot takes.
0: <laughs> so uh, Willem Dafoe had stolen some of the uh, black armor to go along with the black powder and uh, Spanish guy gets off his horse to go check something for some reason. Meanwhile, uh, Willem Dafoe takes all of the horses and leaves him probably to die in this wasteland. So suck it, Spanish guy. Meanwhile, <laughs> in order to catch up with the horde, they make hot air balloons. They sure do. <laughs> um, I don't think that the this is equipment that has been properly tested yet. Because all of them fail I feel like
1: You know Since Everything else Is so colorful They would Their balloons Would be
0: colorful well, White's be the only white. color They're not using I guess that's true So It's It's especially windy And Uh A lot of the balloons Are just going up in flames Uh it, It's It's a ridiculous thing But Whatever I Guess we shouldn't use These gasoline Gasoline soaked sheets <laughs> They didn't have gasoline, but it would have been like paraffin or something. So, um, kid who keeps getting saved, uh, finally found that key to the dungeon and he gets Matt Damon out. I don't know why he decided to, but he did. Uh, but then Matt runs over and he talks to Dr. Magnet <laughs> there's the one balloon left. So, Scott, would you
1: ever ride in a hot air balloon? Not one of those. No, but like in general. Yeah. Yeah. Seems terrifying.
0: Yeah, a little. You know, a wicker basket just floating around. I think you mean to say wicker basket. <laughs> that's what I said. Uh, there was once a time when I had a, a dream of just selling all of my shit and just drifting around in a hot air balloon. But they are crazy expensive. They're not that expensive. Look it up, Jacob. I did. Yeah, it's like thirty grand.
1: That's and I thought we saw some for like ten grand.
0: Do you want to do you, you know want to uh, skimp on a hot air balloon?
1: Well, that's true.
0: So. Uh, Matt grabs his shit, and then he hops on a balloon. <laughs> he convinces Dr. Magnet to go with, or to let him come with. And the kid wants to go, too.
1: Uh, it depends on how big the hot air balloon. The average price for a two-person hot air balloon is $22,000. Mm-hmm. But a four-person, uh, is 35000 to 45000
0: Right, my plan was to just live on this balloon now. So you're gonna want a bigger one. Right.
1: You have a pee bucket in the corner and stuff. <laughs> That's
0: right. So, Green Goblin, um... Gets accosted by the people that were hunting Matt Damon and Spanish Guy. And back in the capital, they're fucking around with the magnet to see how far they can get away before it'll, uh, you know, stop affecting the monster dog. I mean, if you live in the hot
1: air balloon, it's cheaper than a house. You're not paying rent.
0: Yeah, but it would You're probably be relatively costly to uh, keep it in, you know, in whatever you use propane.
1: Uh, um, yeah, probably.
0: So uh, whoever was fucking around with it got too far away and the monster dog woke up and jumped slammed into the cage and knocked everybody out and the magnet went to went a skittering away and then the monster dog that was in it was able to signal the queen so she redirects the troops at the capital they did they must have in fact burrowed under the the wall like you had suggested earlier
1: they were going to walk right past it too
0: <laughs> they were they did not notice the lights it seems so uh the, uh, the guy who got knocked out, or knocked down rather, slides the magnet back at the iron cage, which you would have thought would have been attracted to it anyway, but uh, he makes the monster dog be quiet.
1: Does, <laughs> if you put a magnet on an iron cage like that, does it make the whole cage magnets guy?
0: Uh, to an extent. I don't know how powerful it would be, but yeah, it would I mean, magnetize the immediate to, area.
1: To, to cut off a telepathic communication?
0: Yes. So... Um willem Defoe he gets gagged, and he can't tell uh the goons that have uh accosted with his stuff to stop fucking around with the explosives and then it's too late because one of them makes it into the fire and then everybody dies
1: They sure do
0: serves him right
1: yeah one last creepy william willem Defoe being scared face. <laughs> He has a distinctive look about him, doesn't he?
0: He sure does. If you ever watch the movie Death Note, you get to see him without his human costume. He plays a demon.
1: That big, uh...
0: The big pointy demon, yeah. That
1: kind of looks like William Defoe. Yeah.
0: That's William Defoe without his people costume. So, uh, Commander Lin... Yeah, Lin, uh, makes it to the capital in her balloon. Somehow it did not get blown off track or burst into flames like every other... No, did. some...
1: I think there were a, a handful made it.
0: Oh, yeah, there's one in the distance, and then Matt Damon's didn't. But out of the, like, 60 that we saw, only, like, three of them didn't burn to the ground. <laughs> so, uh, But there are a handful of uh, of the Blue Angels, and they start stabbing some of the the monster dogs, but they are taken out real fast. And all that's left is Commander Lynn. But she's got a spear, so it's probably fine. Except for the monster dog on the pillar and all of the ones in front of her. But luckily... Matt Damon's there to save the day because, of course, he is.
1: And she like does a flip over on her.
0: Yeah, she jousts
1: spear and and he catches her by her spear.
0: And they play a little like hot potato with a with a grenade, and then they blow up the monster dogs that are uh, trying to chomp her legs. It is a good thing that they caught up so fast, even though she had such a huge head start. But whatevs.
1: Matt Damon um, is good at archery and balloons. It's a
0: little-known talent. So, the queen is located in the center of the capital, and the monster dogs serve as a way to bring her food, I guess.
1: Yeah, they talk about that earlier. Uh, how they bring so her stuff. There's just eat.
0: like a, a helix, not a helix, but like a swirl going towards a her open pool mouth. of dog monster. <laughs> That's right. They crash into a thing, and a bunch of the soldiers of the capital come in a, a, to yell at them. But uh, luckily Commander Lynn still had her Power Ranger medallion. <laughs> I
1: was going to say, she has part of the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, she's brought to see the Emperor, and uh, and he's just a kid hiding behind his fucking throne. Because that's the leader you want. It's the leader we have. I guess. Ugh. Yeah, but this one's a child, and that one, the one that we have is a, just a child in his mind. And it's not any better. This one has potential to grow out of it. But uh, Dr. Magnet's like, if we kill the queen, that'll probably phantom menace the rest of them. And uh, the the Spanish guy was able to follow that explosion earlier, so we, we cut back to him and he's found some horses, but he's still in a wasteland. And there's a bunch more Mongolians or whatever chasing after him. The the plan that they're working on right now, Dr. Magnet has laid out, is we're going to strap a whole shit ton of bombs to the one that we captured. We're going to feed it real good, and it's going to go to go barf into the queen's mouth and when it's there one of us will shoot it with a bomb arrow or whatever and we'll explode the queen which isn't a terrible plan but it's also very like i get it that's all they got but like that's not a great plan but what else apparently there was ancient sewers in ancient china as well and they're walking uh through dragging the uh the passed out monster dog there's so much color in this movie. But uh, the monster dogs have noticed the the people walking through, and they start attacking the, the people. Most of them get killed right away, as you'll have. The kid that Matt Damon saved a bunch gets hurt, so they leave him behind. You know, because dead weight. Yeah, big cart of meat. <laughs> yeah, they're going to feed the monster dog. Once it's eaten enough, it's going to go baby bird into the mama. But uh, the other monster dogs come a-running. Kid who got saved a bunch uh, decides to uh, sacrifice himself, and he blows up the tunnel. When in reality, they would have been fine, because as those monster dogs got closer, the magnet would have started affecting them. So he didn't have to do that, but it's far too late now, because now he's just red mist.
1: Did they not have more magnets?
0: I don't know. I don't know how you produce magnets in ancient China.
1: I don't know how you produce magnets now.
0: <laughs> I could rig up a, uh, a rudimentary electromagnet, but I don't know how like the rare earth magnets work or how you make them. They pull the magnet off of the off of the monster dog and they start heading up the the stairs of this tower. but uh, the monster dog is angry at them but knows it can't go near the magnet. I mean, it's rightfully angry at them. Well, sure. It got abducted, but luckily Dr. Magnet has the magnet. So it starts eating the, the pile of meat that they brought in with it. A delicious pile of meat. You know, like a Chewbacca. Just can't resist. <laughs> Even when it's clearly a trap. Just can't resist. I've been there. <laughs> so, uh, the Frill Monster Dogs are protecting the, uh, the other Monster Dog, or the Queen Monster Dog, and they notice that it's uh, like they question all of the bombs strapped to the one. But then, like, eh, fuck it, it's fine. I think
1: he smells his breath, and he smells the bologna on his breath. And he's like, okay,
0: you got food in you. It smells like cow and not people. I don't know what you're doing here, man. So, uh, they need to get a good vantage point. (laughs) And Dr. Magnet says that he's going to hold off uh, the the monster dogs. Uh, Commander Lin grabs a spear, which seems way too long to go up those narrow, twisty stairs. (laughs) It just seems very cumbersome. And uh, Matt Damon gets up to, like, the third floor or something, and he peers out the window, and he notices the the, the circle in. And he's got a decent shot on the queen. So he lights... Uh, using He's got one of those wrist wicks. So he lights the explosion arrow and then shoots at him. And then the frilled lizard men, like, protect her, and the, the shot goes wide. He's like, well, let's get higher and do it again. And the queen... Uh, is smart enough to redirect her troops into knocking down that tower. Uh, but she doesn't move locations, which seems weird. So Dr. Magnet hooks his magnet up to uh, Commander Lin like, while he gets overrun. Like,
1: how many stories did he throw that magnet up?
0: No less than six. Look, he's a doctor of magnets. He knows exactly what to do. Uh, Lin catches it with the spear tip.
1: So now there are two people versus all of the monsters.
0: Yes. I think they may be the only two people left alive. So, uh, What's the
1: point of even saving society at that point? I, well, I mean, these two can do something. All of the other countries down.
0: haven't been overrun with monsters yet. Uh, Matt takes another shot, and he misses again, because they're not high enough still. And then the queen looks at him, and she doesn't have stupid shoulder eyes, but she does redirect all of the monster dogs. And, <laughs> and Matt's like, well, I got one more explosion arrow. And Lynn uh, throws a grappling hook. (laughs) I guess the plan is to Spider-Man over there. She threw the grappling hook around one of the spires. And they both jump out of the the window. While the monster dogs race after them. He hucks the magnet at them. And it kind of disables the the monster dog that they rigged to blow. But it doesn't disable any of the rest of them. But whatever. Um, They also huck uh, the, the explosion spear. And they successfully explode the, uh, the the rigged up monster dog. I
1: think they explode the queen, which explodes the...
0: Well, I forget if they successfully blew up the queen or not.
1: Well, yeah, you, you just watched oh, her... Oh, there we go. Okay.
0: So all the monster dog. Yep. You the just queen wa- died.
1: You watch her chomp the the thing, I think.
0: Yeah, she chomps on the, the dynamite, but we weren't sure if she died or not. I was expecting more drama. But nope, all of the monster dogs die. They uh, just Phantom Menace die.
1: The Phantom Menace out of this.
0: They, uh, Jatari die.
1: Yeah, the Phantom Menace was the first one to do it. So that's it why. Gets credit. That's.
0: <laughs> yes, credit. So they won!
1: Why would you say yes, credit like that. Fuck you. <laughs> Make you watch actually Phantom Menace, and I'm going to love it.
0: That one wasn't a failure. No, and it's a so good speak. So, uh, we cut to a different day. I don't know when or where we are. We're but back Maddie on the D. wall. Are we back at the wall? Okay. I think so. So, I guess uh, the people that were chasing after uh, the Spaniard were people from the wall and not the... Uh, I have no idea. The other people, because there he is, locked up in a stocks. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. And I guess Maddie D is there to take him home. And I wish I could read Chinese, because I'd like to know what the uh, what it says on your the Spaniards. F- your phone probably could do it. Yeah, probably. If we paused it in the right spot? Not enough to want to do it. But it hasn't been that long because that dude doesn't have a beard or anything.
1: Yeah, well, he, they probably locked him up and then Matt Damon came back. They get what do they give him a choice? It's either he can have him back or, or what? I don't know. Or he take the black Potter. or he can take his Spanish friend, and he picks his Spanish friend.
0: That's nice, even though he betrayed him a bunch.
1: I I like that stock. You, you know, you never see stocks like that.
0: It's true. We we should go back to putting people in stocks. It looks like it sucks, and I bet it's very effective. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, Commander And Lynn, horse whipping people. <laughs> God, wouldn't you love to see, uh, it, in no particular order, a, a president, you know, pick one in a, in a stock getting horse whipped. Jimmy Carter. Right.
1: And Grover Cleveland.
0: Yeah. So, Commander Lynn is just like, hey, thanks for saving the day. Or thanks for helping me save the day. I guess she did throw the explodey thing.
1: They teamworked the fuck out of it, Scott. They really did. Because Matt Damon couldn't do it on his own.
0: Nope. She could have should have just worn should have just worn more magnets. That's all you needed.
1: Yeah, you need a magnet suit. Yeah, like Magneto. It'll fuck your testicles up, but
0: <laughs> if you're a lady, it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, because I ain't got no testicles. That's right. That's pop culture failure. Uh, science lesson for the day.
0: <laughs>
1: Ladies ain't got no testicles.
0: So um, we get a scene of more people riding on horses. Following the wall, maybe leading away from it. It's hard to say, because there's so much of the Great Wall. But uh, Commander Lin is obviously staying there. I don't know what she has to, like, do there now that the monsters are dead. She's
1: going to wait 60 years, see if they come back.
0: I guess. But I don't know how much fighting she'll be doing when she's conservatively 90 at that point.
1: Yeah, easily.
0: Uh, but she watches Spanish Guy and Matt Damon right away. And we get some more shots at the wall. The Great Wall. It is pretty great. It's got scissors inside it and catapults.
1: And then that's the end of the Great Wall the movie. It was great. Was it? It was wall. It was wall. So Jake, was that
0: What would you say is the most oh, turtle-rific yeah. part of this movie?
1: I don't know. I mean those were dogs. So we're we'll <laughs> to that.
0: <laughs> uh pop culture standard
1: <laughs> the dog gets the win every time what what if what about you
0: i would say the costume design's pretty rad i enjoy all of the different armors with the different colors and the power rangeriness of it all it's pretty rad
1: yeah i guess
0: um their their battle strategy and tactics left something to be desired in uh, the kill one monster at a time kind of thing. Yeah. Because when there's thousands and thousands and thousands of them, that's not a great strategy, but whatevs. I really enjoyed it. Who would you say is the most likable or effective character? I'm just
1: going to say Matt Damon so you move on. (laughs) It's probably that little boy who kept helping Matt Damon.
0: It's true. He did facilitate most of the plot. Yeah. I'm going to give it to Commander Lynn, because she did the most, and probably... She
1: didn't even have to kiss Matt Damon. Yeah.
0: that was nice. There wasn't really a love thing. It was just her taking care of business and saving her people, which is pretty cool. So, what uh, what's her pop culture palate cleanse for this oh, week?
1: Well, I'm going to have to do something now that I've said this movie a second time. <laughs> uh, well, Sky... I've been rewatching season three of Superstore. I, I think I told you that last time, probably. Could be. We have one episode of Downton left. <laughs> um, I haven't had time to read as much as I need to, because I watch TV while I'm doing other things.
0: It's been two weeks. What? It's been two weeks. You haven't read it at all?
1: I, no, I have a pile of comics that hasn't been touched. <laughs> well, the only thing that I read was X-Men... Uh, what's the event? Ex- Execution? Sure. I think that's what it's called. Uh, I read that. The first uh, issue issue of that. But that's it. That's the only thing I've read. <laughs> that Thrawn book hasn't moved so ah. in weeks. Um, and then... Uh, uh, oh, I've been watching um, Avengers Infinity War a little bit at a time at work uh, <laughs> when I have a few minutes <laughs> on my phone, which is the best way to watch
0: it. Right. You want it small as possible. How about you? Well, I watched all of Iron Fist season two. I liked it.
1: I heard it's uh, actually pretty good.
0: Yeah, I didn't mind the first season. Everybody's pretty down on it, but I thought uh, it was fine. And this season was pretty great. It's, there's a lot more uh, Colleen Wing stuff, which I like, and she and Misty Knight get a uh, you know more of a relationship, which is pretty cool. You know, because they're they're buddies in the comic books. They're the, the daughters of the dragon, or maybe she's the daughter of the dragon. I forget what their their team name is. I'm not sure. But uh, but it's cool to see them working together. And I've Misty's got, got that cool ass robot arm.
1: I'm too far out on the uh, Marvel uh, Netflix, so I probably will never watch them ever again.
0: <laughs> well, Misty Knight has a cool ass robot arm.
1: Right on. Um, I don't think I watched anything since Daredevil season two because <laughs> it was boring.
0: Uh, well, the bad guy in Iron Fist is a guy that Danny Danny Rand knew from Cun And if you're not paying enough attention, he looks and sounds a little bit like Jason Statham. Just uh, a little slimmer. Like he has narrower shoulders. To
1: get themselves a Dollar Story Jason Statham?
0: Maybe. He's also a different ethnicity, and I have no idea what it is.
1: Oh, he's probably a race chameleon
0: kind of he can play any race yeah uh, but but his he like he's has that sort of British accent mm-hmm. and he's got uh, he's like he's a shaved head and he's got that scowl perfectly down so he's a dead ringer for Jason Statham if he was a little bit wider he definitely has the martial arts skills to, to back it up do you
1: think in a fight with Jason Statham he could win no
0: yeah, but who right, could
1: it's the right answer
0: you would need a different Jason Statham to be Jason Statham
1: like like it would be like the one with Jason <laughs> Statham's
0: Jason Statham was in the one
1: but like he wasn't Jason Statham he was a different character
0: it's true he was hunting Jet Li yes no that wasn't a question he was hunting Jet Li
1: <laughs> I was agreeing
0: yes but you said it with a question mark
1: I don't I don't think I've ever seen the one
0: I haven't seen it all the way through it's not very good um but yeah it was it was I good a
1: lot because you like this movie <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm going to pick something short for next time. <laughs> I'll tell you that.
0: <laughs> you do you, man. Uh, do you have any idea what that'll be?
1: Uh, no. Okay. But it was <laughs> well, terrible.
0: Uh, there was some other stuff as well. Uh, BattleBots. There was a pretty neat bout where they put in six robots at once. Uh, right before that they had about that had uh there were two teams that had multiple robots. So there was Gemini, which has two robots, and then the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, which has four robots. They put them in a team, or in a, in a match. It was pretty rad. Um, but the the six-on-six six fight wasn't that exciting because they were all the losers who were fighting for the 16th spot in the tournament. So none of them were the cool robots. They were just, uh, you know... The pushing ones, or the the ones with the hooks.
1: Mm, yeah. I guess you don't waste your good robots on something like
0: that. Yeah. None of them had that great a weapon. Like, one of them was duck, which is just a block of titanium with wheels. It was completely designed to take a whole shit ton of punishment and just push other robots.
1: It has the Homer Simpson uh, <laughs>
0: technique. Pretty much, yeah. And it did okay, but it did not uh, didn't do enough. But uh, but yeah, that'll probably do it for this week. Uh, Thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, That was the Great Wall, and I think it was great.
1: I think it was not so great. It was the not so great wall.
0: That was too easy. (laughs) But uh, we'll see you in two weeks with a different thing. Uh, We have apparently not decided what that'll be yet.
1: It'll be something
0: yeah that's kind of that's kind of what i was saying yeah i was agreeing okay cool um but thank you guys very much for listening if you want to follow the show it is on what is it, the twitter at failed pop culture with no e at the end you can email the show at popculturefailure@gmail.com. you can leave a rating and review uh on itunes stitcher uh the other ones that have it and the rest of I added us to another one today. It was like radio something. I don't know, but I we're heard radio. No, that wasn't it. But we're all we're all over the place. And if you're listening to this, you've clearly already found it. So thank thanks. Tell a friend, I guess. Um, you can follow me. I'm at sandwich surplus.
1: I really hope this isn't someone's first one. You're like, <laughs> ooh, the Great Wall. What is this? <laughs> oh no, Jake didn't say anything because he didn't have anything to say about it. <laughs> I'm the Midwest Love Affair. <laughs>
0: Um, I was just on a podcast, wasn't I? It was this one, just now. Well, yeah, but like, I feel like I was just on a thing that I, oh, the new episode of Pokemon Mind and Body came out, you should listen to that, and I'm going to be on the Cool Kids table pretty soon, we'll be recording soon, so I'll be on that, that'll be fun. Uh, We'll be playing a game of Masks, and uh, the characters are pretty interesting, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, but yeah. That's pretty much all the places. Thank I am, you guys. I
1: am not on any other podcasts. <laughs> I can barely bring myself to sit up to do this one. I didn't even make it all the way through this one sitting up.
0: It's true. You just started Wikipedia-ing stuff in the middle.
1: <laughs> I was reading about the Ninja Turtles.
0: <laughs> Look, I'll never talk down to you for looking up Ninja Turtle stuff, but.
1: Sky, did you know which one's the oldest one? Leonardo. Who's the next oldest one? Donatello. No. Was it Raph? Yeah. Okay. Then who? Donatello. Then who? Michelangelo. You did it.
0: Because Donatello was second in command when Leonardo was gone in that unless movie. I
1: misunderstood, <laughs> unless I misunderstood what I read. That's possible. You know, I was looking at hot air <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Thank you guys very much for listening. We will see you in two weeks with a new thing. And uh, thanks.
1: Bye, everyone. See you next time. Happy
0: birthday. <laughs> it's got to be somebody's birthday somewhere. Oh yeah, it is
1: your birthday. Bitch. (laughs)